Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job so that you can find the best candidates? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology takes over. It officially matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Right now, try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. One more time, try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. Part two of our under, over under Palooza here on the First Cut Podcast with Kyle Porter. Uh, if you haven't heard the first one and you want to get Kyle's responses for over unders regarding Dustin Johnson, uh, the winning score at the PGA Championship, Ricky Fowler career wins, Justin Thomas career wins, and much, much more, uh, make sure you go back and check out that one. But for part two, I have saved uh, some of our favorite discussion topics for this, uh, this first season of the First Cut Podcast, which it's Jordan Spieth and Roy McIlroy. I mean, we're talking about all-time greats. We're talking about competition at the top. Uh, the, the battle for the alpha, it is the matchup that we hope to see in August at the PGA Championships at Quail Hollow. Um, I've, got, I've got five exclusive you know, Jordan and Rory props, but if you got any that you want to throw back at me, feel free, all right? I'm sure, I'm sure I'll... As we go along, I'm sure I'll think of some, and and we'll 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 work them in. Okay, Jordan Spieth, Masters wins two point five. Oh, that's such a good one, right? Uh, it feels like he already has three, doesn't it? Yeah, like, but he doesn't. It like it's hard to put on that green jacket. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's so good. He's 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 gonna have like. Well, he's gonna win another. That's why you said it at two and a half. You feel good about yeah. that. Yeah. So he's got like 23 or 22 legit runs at it. Something like that. Right. So so it's whether he can uh, – I'll go over. Mm-hmm. I'll say three. I'll say he wins three Masters. Jordan Spieth, U.S. Open wins two and a half. See, I, I've always thought that – Spieth was was more built for a U.S. Open than a Masters, and and I'm starting to rethink that. I'm I'm starting to consider that I might have been I might have had the wrong Open. Like he might be better built for Open Championships than than Masters, just because of the way he plays. Um, so I, I I will say under two and a half U.S. Open. So I'll, I'll say he gets one more at the most at the US Open. I I think that the the reason why I like him at the Masters more than the US Open or the Open Championship is just the idea of the game plan. Like he's just he is the game I I know every golfer like has a game plan, but is there any golfer right now that you trust more to both uh establish and grind through a game plan on the tour right now more than Jordan Spieth? Well, and no, there's not. And the other thing about that game planning is like he he's not a he's he's sort of like pe- people don't talk about this. Like, he's not a very good driver. Like, no, he's he's lo- he's long enough. He averages like two ninety three or six or something like that. His driving accuracy not good. No, it's not good at all. And he's outside the top hundred in in strokes gain with the driver uh, or off the tee. And guess what? At a U.S. Open, that's that doesn't go well. You know, and he got away with it, or I think he, 
I actually think he drove it pretty well at Chambers Bay, but at Augusta, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to hit fairways at Augusta, and his recovery shots are so impressive and so good. I saw him hit a recovery shot on seven this year at Augusta. It was it was a joke. Like he ran it up in between the two bunkers from like an impossible spot, and you're like, this guy's unreal. And so. <laughs> You can you can get away with that more at an Augusta than you can at a U.S. Open, and and the open the Open Championship it's it's hit or miss. Like you sometimes get away with it, sometimes not. So I, I think because of that, I, I'm starting to kind of reassess my previous evaluation about him him being better built for u.s opens than masters okay so i set my open championship line for jordan speed at one and a half so maybe lean over on one and a half while going under on two and a half for the u.s open yeah i'm i'm over one and a half opens for sure I, i would go over two and a half i would go over three and a half wow yeah yeah you really are rethinking this I think he wins four of them. Sick. Isn't yeah. there something about uh, the way that we look at like the Hall of Fame golfers where uh, is it just because of the history of the Open Championship, but like something about uh, you went for American golfers, and maybe this is just like the Arnold Palmer factor, but something about the, for uh, great world-class American golfers, when they go over overseas and win the Open Championship, for like that gets me the like – the the nod uh unlike any any other win like the augusta wins are like so important and i love the masters but like the open championship is like nah like you're a world-class golfer yeah you know i I was thinking about this in in relation to sort of like rory and 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 spieth in terms of like the tournaments that they've won and and um it's just like you think about Rory having two PGAs and you're like, ah, that's good. I mean, those are majors. Like it's, it's impressive, but like to have an open and a U.S. open is man, that's cool. Like yeah. to, to have won both the opens and then what, what speed has done to combine both the opens with a masters. Like that is, that's awesome. Like that, that's, un, that, that is like you said, world-class type stuff. And at the age of 23, it's, it's historic stuff because now all you need obviously is, is the PGA for the slam, but it's almost like the PGA is the one that you, I mean, that most people would least want to win anyway. And so to have won a masters and open and a U S open is, I don't know. I'm with you. Like that's, that's really, really cool. All right. Rory McIlroy, major championships, eight and a half. I wish you wouldn't have said it that high. That's a lot. Um, he's got a lot. He's got four. Yeah, I'll go under. Mm. I'll say he ends with uh, with seven or eight. Okay, so I, I've got two different numbers here, and I want to I want to hear your reaction to the first one. Because I don't feel good about the first one, but I felt like Roy McIlroy is good enough, and he'll have enough runs at this that it won't be uh, a, a one-time thing. Rory McIlroy, Masters wins 1.5. No, that's a good number. Um, I'm going to go under. Like, you think he gets one. So that was the other number I had written down was 0. 0.5. I think he gets – I think he – yeah. I don't think he gets two. He could, though. Like, he could, he could win three. Like, I mean, just it, – it's – 
he he is difficult to assess because he and I said this last time like just he's like a rich man's DJ in the sense that his his heaters are like no one else's heaters maybe ever like they're just they're just unbelievable um but he you know you it, have to doesn't it feel about, like doesn't it feel like you can you can map out the way that Jordan Spieth's career arc is going to go e, like you can do that in your head for these over under exercises easier than you can with Rory yeah totally i i totally agree with that and it's it's like you know with with Rory um yeah he could win three masters he could win uh, he could. Oh, I was thinking. Uh, what I was thinking about with Spieth and, and Rory was, Spieth has given himself. I was talking to a friend about this the other day. Spieth has given himself like seven legitimate shots at majors, and he's and he's walked away with you know almost half of those. Rory's like four for five, like and, he, and I almost, I, I almost, I almost feel like Rory's going to end his career being like eight for 10 or something like that. Like not in it that often compared to somebody like Spieth and Spieth is going to end his career being like 10 for 31. <laughs> he's like, wow, Spieth could have won 31 majors, but he only won 10 of them, you know, because he's always right there, but you're just not, you're just, it's just impossible to win all of those. So, Spieth, I, so it's like Spieth has as many second and third place major finishes as Rory will have major wins. Yeah, I mean, this is the Jack Nicklaus thing, right? He finished second, uh, I think, nineteen times or twenty times or something like that, which is it's absurd. Like it's, <laughs> that, that might that, that might be the most absurd statistic in golf history. And so, when you say it's easier to map out what Spieth is going to do, I, I agree because I feel confident in saying he's going to have X number of chances over the course of his career, and just by just mathematically, just just by the way these things play out, you're going to convert a percentage of those. Now with Rory, I think he's going to give himself like five more or ten or, or uh, seven more, like you know, fifty-four hole leads or whatever. Um, but he might not. Like it's just it, it's his his spectrum. I think is is wider in terms of like the good and the bad. Um, and so I I think it's harder to kind of. Uh, determine what that trajectory or, or what, how that's going to play out over the next 10 or 15 years. All right. Brooks Kepka. This is such a disrespectful number. Brooks Kepka major championships 1.5. Yeah, it, it's not. And I don't think that's disrespectful. I think if you win two majors in this era, that is that's strong. I mean, and, and Brooks is not 22. He's 27, uh, he, right? Or 28. Yeah, he's he's a little bit older. Um I would go over. I think um, I think he's really talented. You know, I, I, I it was interesting to hear him talk after the U.S. Open because he talked about how he just focuses more in majors, which is kind of a weird thing to say. I mean, it's totally relatable and understandable, but it's um, I, I don't know. Like, it's like well, maybe if he did that all the time, he'd have like eight wins, you know. But yeah, I, I would go over uh, one and a half for. For Brooks Koepka. All right, so he's got two PGA Tour wins, uh, waste management in the U.S. Open. Oh yeah, and I guess they count the U.S. Open also in the European. But uh, he's got the Turkish Airlines Open win for a European win. Brooks Koepka career wins eleven and a half. 
what does he have total with European PGA Tour? Four. I'll go. I'll say he wins twelve. Like just just over. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I could see him winning like seven. I could see him having like a rich man's Angel Cabrera career. Ooh, where sick. so so Angel Cabrera has three PGA Tour wins, but two of them are are the Masters in the U.S. Open, and he lost in a playoff in another Masters. Um, so I could see him having sort of like a a, a little bit better version of that career where he wins like eight times, but like three of them are majors or something like that. Yeah, Four I can see them. that. Um, well, especially, see, guess, especially given what you were just saying about his focus just being more on the majors. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually going to go under. I'll, I'll go under that. Yeah, I'm going to go under, but but say that he wins like two or three majors. So over on the majors and under on the total wins. Over one and a half major championships, under 11 and a half career wins. All right, over, under percent of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter that get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours, setting it at 75. And as you should know, the answer is over because ZipRecruiter, where you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click, it has over 80% of jobs posted getting a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. And here's the deal. Uh, you don't have to find these qualified candidates. In fact, ZipRecruiter finds them. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. One more time, try it for free today. ZipRecruiter.com slash first cut. Uh, Aaron Hills, U.S. Opens, hosted in the future. And for future, you know, obviously we can't... we let's, we can't but uh, predict that out, but so long. But I've got it at point five. Do you think the U.S. Open will return to Aaron Hills? Yes, I do. I'm going to go over, and and I think that, um, I, I think there there was a lot of sentiment right after the U.S. Open about like from players who matter, like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and. I can't remember who else talked about it, but just how much they like the course and think it could be. I, I think the USGA will go back there because I think they sort of want to almost get like a, a uh, like a do over, like for for how tough that course can be because it can be tough. And if it's windy and the weather is is the right way, then it's it's hard. It's a, it's a tough golf course, and so. I think when you combine that with the fact that players were, it's not a Chambers Bay where it's just like you can't you can't do it again unless you just have like so much hubris that you're like, well, we're gonna prove that this is a good U.S. Open track, you know. Um, well, that was my I, next I, one. I was gonna say Chambers Bay U.S. Opens in the future over under point five. Yeah, I'd, I'd go under. I, I just I don't think that they. It's just not a good PR move. Like the lead up into that is just it. it, it what, what what are you trying to gain? Like what is the benefit of going back there? I, I think there is benefit in going back to Aaron Hills. I, I don't know if it'll happen in the next ten years. Uh, and I think the one thing that could kind of upend it is like 
are there other newer tracks that you're like, oh, well, we need to go there? Because you can't start, you can't start getting away from the Shinnecocks and the Oakmonts and the Wingfoots and places like that so much that you're going more to the new courses. You have to keep the new courses like once every six years or eight years or something like that. So it it, it may or may not happen, but I think ultimately the USGA will go back to uh, to Aaron Hills. Um, do you are you a PGA member? Do you get the hats that they send every year? No, no. I, I try to distance myself or myself from, uh, from golf organizations for the most part. <laughs> to maintain your partiality or just be, so you don't <laughs> want them all up in your face? No, I just I just don't want the emails and the mailers, basically. Um, they Everything about Chambers Bay all the way down to the uh, USGA member, uh, like the USGA hat that they send every single year, uh, has like the logo of the U.S. Open, and it's just a very simple hat. It's a pretty good yard work hat, I will say. But like <laughs> everything about Chambers Bay, all the way down to the hat, which was blaze orange, was just so bold and so wrong in every way. <laughs> like, like they came back the next year with like a nice smooth tan Oakmont hat. That is the yeah. the Oakmont hat is my my good yard work hat right now. But it's like, ooh. Everything about Chambers Bay, just not going to come back to that. That's for damn sure. Well, and this goes back to, I think they had the 2010 U.S. Amateur there. Peter Yuan won it. It might have been 11. And uh, Spieth played in it. And he didn't, I think he didn't make it out of the stroke play round. Shot like an 80 in the second round. And he was just like, I, I don't I don't know, like, I don't know what, I don't know how to play this course. Like, I'm hitting these eight irons that are going like 195 yards because they're rolling out and like it's just it's it, it's sort of it can get silly there and they just they it was just it wasn't good justin gary, wrote, oh, gary player gary player called it uh i think he called it like one of the great travesties of our time <laughs> man gary player lived a pretty charmed life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin Rose, major wins, 1.5. Uh, I'll go over. I, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm in the, I'm in the bag for Justin Rose. I'm, I'm in on Rose. Some people like really don't like him and I get it. Like he's got the smug, like, uh, Ryder cup, you know, like I'm, I'm people remember the, uh, the Phil match from 2012 at Medina and, uh, you know, like I, I get why people don't like him, but I, I really like him. And I think he's a really I think he is the best of that sort of uh, Adam Scott. Uh, I always think about Hunter Mahan, even though he's not really in this camp anymore. But like kind of that mid 30s, Brant Snedeker, Matt Kuchar, that mid 30s guy who's won like five, six, seven, eight times and, and has a major or came close to one. I, I think he's the best of that group. Like the golf I, superstars who broke out from 2010 to 2013. Yeah. And I think that I think that he, because he's the best of that group, I, I think that that will eventually result uh, in a in another major championship. Although. I say best of that group. If you include Sergio in that group, I think Sergio is probably the best. So it depends on. I think Sergio is a little older than those guys. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm in on Justin Rose wanting another major. Se- Justin Rose has seven PGA Tour wins and nine European Tour wins. Over under uh, professional wins 
20 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go over. I think that I think that Rose is somebody who this this might not be true. This is just kind of my perception from having listened to him and whatever. Like he's he has a ton of money and he could have long ago just been like whatever. I'm, you know, I'm I'm good. Like I don't I don't need this anymore. I I think he's sort of a lifer. Like I think he's going to play for a long time and um, I think this is just like part of who he is. Like, and, and some guys like it's not part of who they are. Like we talked about Brooks Kepka earlier. Like he, it's this, golf is like just kind of his job, and like he just does it. He does it really well, and whatever. But I think Rose is is a little bit different. Like I, I think that he just, I think he loves golf, and uh, I think he's like you sort of separate these guys by like who plays golf when they're on vacation and who doesn't. I don't know if Rose does, but I presume that he's one of those guys that, that does. And so I think he's going to, I think he's going to play for, you know, 10 or 12 more years, uh, at a pretty, pretty good clip, uh, and, and end up with over 20 career wins. Ah, all right. Uh, I promised you this one, Mark Leishman, <laughs> major wins 0.5. Over big game hunter, <laughs> he's he's a uh, he's a poor man's Angel Cabrera. He's got he's, a, he's, he's got poor, three top six finishes in the last four Open Championships and a T four at the Masters in 2013. Big game hunter takes down Rory at the at the Arnold Palmer. Um, he's not even a poor man's Angel. He's like a I think he's like a middle to upper class man's Angel. Uh, I, I love him. I I, I don't. He, he's one of the guys. Like, it has to. Like, I don't know that he has the talent to just go and do it. I think you you gotta you gotta play well in the right one and get some breaks. But he's given himself a lot of a lot of shots at it, right? Like, and and uh, obviously not compared to somebody like a Spieth, but for somebody of his caliber. He's had some pretty decent looks. Lost in a playoff at the at the fifteen open at St Andrews. Uh, yeah, I'm in on Mark Leishman winning a major championship. All right, Mark Leishman has two PGA Tour. We're just talking PGA Tour, not European Tour wins. They are the 2012 Travelers and the 2017 Arnold Palmer. Interestingly enough, Charlie Hoffman, a runner-up in both of those tournaments, five years apart. That sounds about right. Uh, Mark Leishman PGA Tour wins over under four and a half. How how old is Leishman? I, I feel like. I feel like I think that he's older than he actually is. In 30, my head, he's, he's like 37. He's 33. Yeah. So he's got he's got some good runway left. You said over under four and a half? Yeah. I'll go over. I think he ends his career with five wins. But not like if I'd said it at six and a half, you would have gone under. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... He's, good. he's a good player. I was Great like ball he, striker. I was like, he could get two PGA Tour wins every three to four years and play another, what, play for another five to seven years right yeah i mean we talk about like obviously i think mark leishman is going to play longer than seven years but we're talking about like like what is his real like kind of um prime or like stretch where he's got like real chances at winning golf tournaments i don't know if mark leishman is going to be competitive when he's like 44 he might be um but yeah, I'm 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 in on him winning five times in his career. I think he's I think he's underrated. Like 
not not that overrated underrated is our thing. We're stealing that from the good folks of the fried egg, but um, our, yeah, Mark, uh, Mark Leishman. Golf Twitter's in on Mark Leishman, right? Oh yeah, big time. Was because I think that somebody uh, was talking to Andy or somebody from that crew was like, uh, or maybe a, a listener that um like, has he been? overrated has he been underrated so long that he's become overrated yeah that that is that is a question i'm trying to think of a good like uh like basketball like nba comp for that because i feel like there's a lot of guys in the nba that are like that um chris no chris middleton yeah chris middleton people 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 will stand up for chris middleton like uh like you know like mid-position uh, shooting guards and small forwards who can shoot haven't been in the NBA for 50 years. <laughs> I guarantee you that is the first Chris Middleton, Mark Leishman comp in the history of, <laughs> of sports media. But uh, no, I, I think it's, I think we do this thing where it's, it's hard to figure out what is underrated and overrated because if you have a small, like loud sect of people that are, touting someone that doesn't mean they're like big in the in the sports media world or, or to the general public and so i still think mark leishman's underrated because average joe golf fan doesn't really know what all he's accomplished and how good he is so yeah it, it is a weird like um i, I don't know it's uh, but but then you look at somebody like and this is just the first guy that comes to mind like jeff knox like the our favorite uh, marker at Augusta National, like he's become overrated because he's been he's become too big. Like everybody knows about him now, and so I I still think Leishman is enough under the radar that he's underrated. All right, uh, Tony Finau, PGA Tour wins. He's got the Puerto Rico Open in 2016. Tony Finau, PGA Tour wins four and a half. What is he? 25, 26? 27. Is he twenty seven? Yep. He's got like. 11 kids. I guess I should have guessed that. Um, would you say four and a half? Mm-hmm. I'll like, go. He's got 11 kids. No, he's got like six though. I think he's Mormon. Yeah. Just him. And just, just populating the earth. The, uh, the best, uh, Nick, uh, Tron calls him the big tabernacle. <laughs> And he calls uh, Daniel Summerhays the little tabernacle. <laughs> so good. Count on Tron Carter to drop some Latter Day Saints jokes on the people. He, he's he uh, in in their latest fried egg pod. He said, you know, there's nothing there's nothing in golf like when uh, Hao Tong Lee starts bucking his head and shooting sixty threes. <laughs> I was rolling. Um, I'll I'll go over i'm 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 a i'm a female homer like i'm i'm in um you know he's he's been really consistent this year i picked him as uh my my lock for top 10 this week at the canadian open or last week i guess when this comes out at the canadian open just because he's he's got like top 20s in four of his last eight events like i just feel like he's a guy who and this is this is the normal trajectory for guys they play the web.com they come they come on the PGA Tour, and guess what? It takes a couple years to figure out 
how to play the PGA Tour. Uh, Matt Kuchar talked about this. He said it took him a 10-year learning curve to really figure it out. Jordan Spieth is the exception. Justin Thomas is the exception. Uh, Rory is the exception. So we, 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 we think about guys and compare them to the Spieths and the Thomases, but the reality is like there's a long and steep learning curve for learning how to contend and win on the PGA Tour. And I think Finau is, um, is, is right in the middle of that. So I think that he's going to have a really good stretch when he's like, 29 30 31 something like that where he wins two or three times around there and yeah i'll go over uh four and a half wins for tony fino okay so does that mean that you know that the kyle porter noted tony fino homer is going over on 0.5 major wins for tony fino yes i think tony fino wins a pga championship in his career do you think he gets two if i said it at 1.5 if I had remembered when I was doing my research for the over-unders that you were all in the bag, all <laughs> in the bag on Big Tabernacle, uh, would you take two? Like, would 1.5, would you go over? No, I, I think the two-plus guys of this era are going to be um, sort of generationally talented. And I know that sounds like, that sounds crazy. You're like, two majors, you got to be a generational talent, but... There's only four of them a year. Yeah, and and think about the guys who have more than one right now. Like, I, I think the two plus guys are the DJs and the Justin Roses. Like, those guys are are insane. Like, those guys are on another level than the the Tony Finau's. Um, now Finau could get there. He could get a lot better, but I I just don't think he's the type of generational talent to win. You know, two plus majors. So the two plus major crowd right now is like. Bubba, Zach Johnson. Yeah, the Zach thing is is it it it, it, it doesn't do much for my theory because Zach Johnson is not a generational talent. He's, but that's it. I mean, then then you go to Harrington at three, Spieth at three, Rory at four, Els at four, Phil at five, and that's it. Yeah, that is it. And you know that'll look different five years from now. You might have. Uh, Kepka at three, DJ at four. Uh, who knows? But I, it's based on what I've seen the last four years. You're not going to have a lot of like Danny Willett's and Tony Finau's winning multiple majors. Yeah, might win one. We saw Willett win one. We saw Jason Duffner win one. We saw Webb Simpson and Keegan Bradley win one. I just don't know if those types of guys are going to win two or three or four. Well, if I'm going over-under on the number of over-under podcasts that Kyle Porter has crushed today, it's <laughs> over one and a half because you're a champ. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate this. This is a lot of fun. We'll be back next week. Uh, we'll be reviewing the action from the Bridgestone, and we will be previewing uh, as we continue to count down to the final major of the PGA Championship. Uh, Kyle, thank you so much. Can't wait. World, uh, World War Spieth Rory at uh, Quail Hollow. I'm ready. I'm here for it. Let's do it.